You're listening to 1590 Afterwards, the podcast that's intro is often more long than the podcast itself. How was the show today, Spence? Oh, it was great. Had a lot of fun topics that we're going to uh, expand on a little bit during this 1590 of fun. Very exciting. I am um, just waking up, so I can't wait to find out what all you guys talked about. <laughs> it happens when you live the life of a comic. Yeah, yeah you are just are, are kind of uh, traditionally a late riser. Yeah, I like to do my video editing late at night when my phone doesn't keep blowing up. Like, you know, you're sitting and you're trying to edit some video that you're putting together, and then you your phone starts to get you get text and phone calls and next thing you know you forget that you're in the middle of a video now one of the things that we have done is uh, uh reinvigorated if you will our facebook page that we used to use you created it for the morning show and now we've kind of flipped it uh, to be part of our 1590 conversation now you put up a great personal video about the Lajanelle. oh yeah Lajanelle. yeah Lajanelle, the ship that my children love to have me go take them over to visit just about every weekend any chance they get they want to go out and visit and this uh, involves the history of the ship, uh, everything that it went through, some really big things in the world that it did, and how it ended up in uh, somewhat of a single ship grave right here in uh, Port Wainimi, technically, right? Yeah, it is. It's, uh, I think it, there, there is, it's on the end of Silver Strand Beach, so I guess it's Port Wainimi. I guess we could call it the Port Wainimi Oxnard Ventura Corridor. Okay, so that's where it is, and that's <laughs> something that uh, uh, Tommy is heavily into now with the shipwrecks, and it's a real fascinating uh, video that you put up there, so that's cool. The other one that I put up this morning, just because, what were you thinking? What were you thinking? So this family in Yellowstone, the tourists, learned the hard way that bear spray doesn't work on a bison. Now, oh. bears are pretty big. Bison are bloody huge, and they show the guys, and this— it's bites and goes after the kid. I mean, it's a crazy video. Oh my goodness! And the guy—it's just like you know—you've you've got a, a rolled-up newspaper and you're you're tapping it on the nose or something. It's pretty much uh, going at him. So that is a crazy, crazy video. Leave the critters alone, folks. And then on Mother's Day, now my mom passed a long time ago. You know, she was born 1920. Uh, so um, I, I don't have a mom to go to anymore. But when you look at what you did for your mom on Mother's Day. There's this motocross rider, and you can check this video also. Uh, just type in KVTA Morning Show and see it on Facebook. Rising motocross star. This guy's name is Luke Ackerman. He's not only a motocross guy, he's a stunt dude, and he does all the crazy flips. Mm -hmm. He put his mom on the front of the motorcycle and did the first ever mother-son backflip off a ramp. What? So that means that you've got to see the video. Oh. It's just ridiculous. And I was talking about it when we were going over it this morning. Mom looked a little nervous. You know, she had the full gear on the helmet, the leathers and everything. But, you know, you can see how somebody's holding on for dear life. That's what mom was doing. And you just you can see that son, that's mom. Doesn't it seem like he's doing that more for him than he is for her. Could be. Come on, yeah. man. Exactly. Get a little pub off of Ma. And finally, the first real topic of conversation that we're going to have that we talked about this morning. Who is one of the cover models for Sports Illustrated this year? It's a fantastic choice. It's a woman. I did I, I've already I saw it. Yeah, this this one popped up in my feed. Doesn't Mrs. she look good? 
Yeah, she does. I don't care how much airbrushing is done there. She's 81. Martha Stewart, by the way. Some kind of witchcraft going on there. I think it's, yeah. I think it's the, her influence of Snoop Dogg. She, I think maybe uh, things have uh, have started going better for her. Well, not that they were ever bad. Even when she was in prison, she ruled. She's not one of the celebrities that the crazies thinks drinks baby blood to stay young. Is I don't she? think so. Because we to look yeah, into I that I don't before think. I start celebrating But maybe her. we should check out some of her recipes. <laughs> there it is. Seventh on the list. But baby blood is there. The blood I of a terrified it. child. Yes. Oh, there we go. That's perfect. More Illuminati recipes coming up. <laughs> but you got to give this woman credit. I have never, ever, 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 ever disliked her, ever. I'll say it again. Because I always thought that she was somebody who got out in front of stuff and did stuff uh, between modeling when she was young, and you can see why, she's a lovely woman, and then just getting into all this party stuff and creating this monstrous... God, what, it, she, her name was everywhere when yeah. it came to party planning, and it was Martha Stewart Living. Right, right. That was the name of her company. Yeah, and she just continued to like reshape whenever something happened media wise. She would just kind of like go with the flow, and she always figured out. And that, and I think you're right. That relationship with Snoop Dogg put her into every household. It made both of them cooler in a in a different way and for a different reason. Yeah. And it's really really fun. But she is the woman also. The bust that she got over that insider trading type thing, when you look at what some people have done in their lives that was like horrible, mm -hmm. and this woman, I mean, what she did was wrong. Sure, it was wrong. She shouldn't have done it. But she did time. And she was in the level of prison where she walked in immediately, and the first thing she did was say, all right, who's the biggest, who's the toughest in here? Guess what? I'm wiring your family 50 grand, <laughs> yeah. and you're going to watch out for me. So she just brilliant from the get-go. And your family's going to get unlimited but, fancy doilies for the no dining room. What. For the rest of your partying life, so you're going to have doilies <laughs> everywhere in your house. But that's what she did. So I, I, I like her a lot. I think she's innovative, and she's, um, she's just a trooper. She hangs in there. And she has more street cred because you look at all the rappers that never spent an overnight in jail, and this woman has. Yeah. A few overnights. That's true. She's got the cred. That's Another true. big one. I don't know if you were a fan of this movie, Top Gun. I, at one point I was. I mean, I, like with me, a movie like that I've only watched once. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, it's a good movie, but not, not something I go revisit hundreds and hundreds of times like a lot of people. So if it was out, I, I believe we're talking 85, 86. I should have put that in my notes. That would have helped. But this is the anniversary. Uh, May 16th is the date, if you're listening to this a couple of days down the line. But I was not the biggest fan of it because I tend to like comedies a lot more. And the pretty boy volleyball stuff was, okay, it's neat. The flying sequences, amazing, yeah. remarkable. But some of my friends were two and three timing it at the movies. Phrases like wingman came yeah. out of Top Gun. Oh, that's right. I didn't realize that. That's, that's true, huh? And all of the, the Mavericks, Goose. Um, oh, who was um, um, Maverick, Goose, and the other guy? Oh, I see. I, I don't have his name in front of me. I think that's close enough. The guy that played the Doors, Jim Morrison. Oh, he's so famous. He was in the latest Top Gun, uh, as because you know he's really ill. Val Kilmer. Oh, Val thank Kilmer. you. I knew if I stayed here for 15 minutes and 90 <laughs> seconds, I would get it. I knew it. I was determined. <laughs> uh, and all those guys, they all had cute nicknames. Yeah. Yeah. And it was nicely done. But this is the uh, the his history that that movie made. It was brilliant at every level because the critics really didn't like it. 
They said there's no real plot line here. Are the flight sequences great? Yeah. Uh, the romance is cheesy. And there's just a lot of silly stuff happening here. But it not only hit it, and it was the number one recruiting film, especially for Navy pilots. Right. All the guys that were like in high school and just getting out were looking at this as a possibility. So recruitment's just, they went way up after Top Gun was released. And it made a ton of dough. Made Tom Cruise a star. You know how old he was? Go. Um, I'm going to guess at the time, uh, 26? 23. Wow. A real youngster. Yeah, it was just a little bit after a risky business and all that, but that was one of the things that launched him into fame. So this is the anniversary of Top Gun. Take My Breath Away, Berlin. Yeah. Um, uh, Danger Zone, Kenny Loggins. A couple of other songs were in there. And then they did the uh, the old school tune, uh, deep voice song, Never Fall in Love, when they're singing. Oh, that's in the, uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, mm. Lots of that love and feeling. Same one from Ghost. Yeah, that one. So anyway, uh, this is the anniversary of that movie. The second one was was pretty cool, too, but I felt the same way. Saw it in the theaters. Great. Don't need to see it again. I have not seen the second one yet. Maybe when they make the third or fourth, I'll yes. dip back in and dip check it out. Dip back in there and see part yeah. of that series. Maverick is the new one. Ed Sheeran. When he was a youngster, like many of us, did you have any like issues like speech impediments or anything that was... Uh, other than just being generally dumb, not really. Like, you know, yeah. I was I was one of those kids I think that had the ADHD and the what the, 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 the all all kinds of on the corner of. Now, every did they kind of drug spectrum. you? Uh, no, they never did try yeah. to drug me. It's same same with me. They they um, I I drugged myself later, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, they didn't uh, do. But I had some issues. I had a lisp when I was a kid. I had the silly Sammy snake, and my name was Tom Spence. I could lisp on things that didn't have S's. I oh. just had this this problem. What's your name, Tom Spence? And people look at me. They made fun of me. Well, apparently, Ed Sheeran, the poor kid, he had a stutter. Oh. What did he use musically to get him to stop stuttering? He imitated this album when he was a youngster. Hmm. The Marshall Mathers LP. It was rapping that he said the rapidity and the speed of it, it actually got him. So he gives Eminem credit with uh, getting him off the issue of stuttering. Oh, wow. And he said it, it gave him the coordination and the confidence uh, to spit those lyrics or spit those bars, I think the kids might say these days, and it's Eminem. He gives them uh, top credit. Well, if you could keep up with Eminem on any of his mm -hmm. songs, then you can... You can roll. Yeah, you can you can voice okay. Because that's cause his the way that he spits them out so quickly and so... And, and the word... I mean, he uses a lot of big words. Yeah, he's a thesaurus. <laughs> yeah. It's the other thing that bothered me. So, uh, again, I always look at, at you as being um, more of that R&B. I don't, I don't know. Were, were you a rap fan as a I, kid? Yeah, it's a, just as a later teen mm -hmm. that I started yeah. to get into it, but it was uh, it was more like right towards the beginning of my military career, but yeah, I was definitely more R and B. When I, I look at people who make fun of rap lyrics, I'll say no, 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 way better than rock and roll lyrics. And people can throw stuff at me. I'm a Neil Young fan, but they use dictionaries and thesauruses, and a lot of these guys are throwing down some words that I remember, and I know this is different than rap. Probably, it's my prerogative. Oh yeah. Somebody used prerogative in a hit song? Mm -hmm. Are you kidding me? And I, I thought that was genius. Uh, so it does happen. The final thing we have to go over, because uh, I still have, Aubrey is still in high school, and you got two youngsters that are in school. The eating policy as far as packed lunches, we hit this this morning. 
How much sway does your school have? Do they make any contact with you, you know, as the parents uh, and say, well, you know, uh, this morning we noticed there were six Oreos in Tommy's lunch. Do they no, make any recommendations? Like that. Not, Nothing not that I know of, no. When we went to our school, and it was uh, one of those independent satellite, whatever they call them, schools. It's called Bridges was the name of it. They were very strict. Now, they said they would never enforce it. But when you come on as a parent at the school, you sign these certain documents and pledges. And one of them was for very healthy lunches. And this came up in the news as a, a mom sent their three-year-old to school, and apparently she gave uh, the kids like 10 Pringles oh. in one of those little mini things. And the school, the teacher, wrote on the Pringles package, um, please try to think of better choices. Oh. And sent it home with the kids. Wow, like don't send a three-year-old to school. Exactly. And it's just, it's kind of funny. Like, at what level would you accept this? Now, with me, this is one reason why I did appreciate the very, very healthy classroom. Because at first I thought, hey, if I want to throw the kid a ding-dong, I'm going to throw the kid a ding-dong for crying out loud. But I did realize that along with the education, they're building healthy minds and healthy bodies. When we went to the sixth grade graduation, which they've done for years and years and years, I was amazed that there was no chubby kids. Huh. No overweight kids in the class. Just got rid of them all. Good they were all Jonesing for sugar. Yeah, yeah you did not look. Good they in were dispatched. You're yeah, out of here. Dispatched. We're transferring you to Fillmore. Yeah, we're going to send you out on your way. But there was no chubby kids. But wh- how far-reaching can somebody be? So they say they were snack shamed. Now I'm thinking with a three-year-old, unless something was said directly to the child. At three, if you write something on the snack package, I'm not sure if the kids reading that and getting upset. Yeah. Three. Well, and also sure. that's that's preschool. So I think when you when you're dealing with preschools, there's different levels. There's the preschool that are like we're a daycare, drop off your kids, get out of here. Then there's the preschools that are like, you know, young parents need a little bit of help. And there there has mm-hmm. been times where, especially early on, where you'll have somebody give you a little advice. You don't want advice from everybody, obviously, when you have a kid. But every once in a while, something helps and it sticks. So maybe maybe that was it. Maybe they're going, you know, you can't shouldn't feed your kid the same thing that you eat on your lunch break at work. You should, you know, think more about it. Yeah, when you you, you shave off a chunk of that um, Slim Jim and you hand it to the kid, there I, can be issues there. But we definitely I did learn from people. Our biggest thing was juice boxes. We didn't know that when the kids are sipping on them and the juice is sitting on their teeth, and a guy said, oh, no, stop that now. And we're like, why? You know, the kid likes it. And they said, nope, nope, nope. And that was because it can it can rot their teeth. So mm-hmm. there are some suggestions being made. But the snack police definitely out big time. Our school also had, and it was funny, they had a plaque at the entry that said nut-free campus. Did they say they were proudly or yeah, something proudly like that? proudly say we are a nut-free campus. <laughs> and that's when I said, not quite. But yeah. they were really anti, like I've got the uh, jumbo uh, peanut butter that yeah. I have near me all the time because this is how I feel up in the morning. They really asked you politely, uh, don't include that in the lunches. Now, I've been to a lot of baseball games, so have you. Yeah, right? many. Lots many. of them. A bunch. How many times have you seen somebody hit the deck because there was peanuts? Not a single time, and I've seen lots of peanuts on the deck. Lots. Everywhere. There used to be the Malibu Inn, one of our favorite watering holes. It it was one of those places you got things, and you literally just shells on the ground. The guy would come through and broom them out. Five guys. uh, Mm -hmm. The burger juice. Peanuts everywhere. I know this exists, and I feel sorry for anybody who has it, but what's the occurrence of it? 
Again, you've been to a lot of baseball games. I've been to Dodger games with anywhere from thirty to 50,000 people in between the third and the seventh inning. But I never have seen any issues here. So I'm just not sure how overprotective we are both in the schools and uh, just in life in general and restrictive. It does seem kind of weird because I, like, I don't know that I've met anybody that has that level of peanut allergies where they're like, I can't walk into a Vons because they mm-hmm. have peanuts there. I can't walk into it's – it's that is a strange one. And have I ever seen anybody get ill? Not once, not mm. ever. Well, that just about wraps it up for today. I really want to get you over to our KVTA site, and that is the um, KVTA morning show since this is 1590 after the morning show. You're going to see the Martha Stewart article there. And then the mom doing the uh, flip with her son, Luke, is uh, pretty cool. Along with that, the bison and the tourists with the bear spray. Good stuff. Yeah, very good. And good show. Jam-packed. Got through it really quick this morning. Thank you for sitting down with me again, Spence. 1590 afterwards on everywhere your podcasts are found.